This is TF Wire, Transformers Week in Review, Episode 6, recorded September 10th, 2005. TF Wire. I'm your host, well, temporary host, again, filling in for Matrix Prime, Awa64. And joining me today are the other two of the four usual suspects, Pirated TV Pro, hey. who's been dueling with cars. How you guys doing? Yeah, I got hit by a car, uh, so I'm on pain medication, and uh, I'm also a little bit tipsy, and it's a little late, uh, so that trifecta should bring you a great podcast. Oh, yeah. And D-Buster Prime's also here. Hi, I'm sober. Oh, there's no fun in that. Yeah, I mean, if you're sober, how's one of us going to slip up and say fan wank? Oh, 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 oh. Ah, peace, playhouse. Ah. Yeah. Okay, that kind of killed the joke, hasn't it? Yeah, I, I think that pretty much drove it right into the ground. Drove right into it, almost like a an 18-year-old girl driving into a guy out walking his dog. Oh. See? You're not bitter at all. No, not bitter at all. <laughs> See, car crash jokes is where the humor's at now. Uh, well, that... Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not going to go to my other joke because that would hurt people in Louisiana. But anyways. Yeah. Send money. Okay, m- moving on to the first stories. The final BotCon guests have been announced. The Dobson Trifecta. Paul Dobson, Michael Richard Dobson, and Brian Dobson, who may or may not be brothers. Anybody know any about these guys except for that Paul Dobson does landmine and overhaul Michael Richard Dobson. If you leave out the Richard, he will steal your soul. Plays Starscream. And Brian Dobson does Red Alert and Clocker. Now, are we well, sure this isn't the... Uh... Is that they do actual voices as opposed to just the villain voices. Ah, oh, oh ouch. I, some guy in a crazy uh, leather jacket just felt that. No, it was Wally Bird that felt that. Michael Chain did the real voices. Oh. Um, yeah, are we sure this isn't the you same suck. guy who uh, who just has multiple personality disorder? No, I'm pretty sure they know each other. Yeah, That they're real brothers, not the same person three times. Yeah, so seriously, is this going to be anything that's, that people are really, like, clamoring to see? I know a lot of people, like... Michael Richard Dobson's version of Starscream. Yeah, he he does a really good job, and I I was watching Hero earlier today, um, and Clocker, the voice for Clocker, and both Red Alert do, did a a good job and a good uh, job. So I mean, you know, I'm not saying they're not good voice actors, but I'm I'm really saying aren't people who are going to BotCon don't they really want to see you know G1 voice actors or Beast Wars Beast and, Machines yeah Beast Death Wars actors. actors? I mean that's that's really you know people are there for the nostalgia, and while it'd be interesting to hear. Uh, from people who are in the midst of recording the most recent Transformers series, people really want to hear, you know, stories from back in the heyday. Um, and now these... You can only hear the same stories so many times, though. I mean, we got to get New Blood in there sometime, yeah. despite how much fun they are. And from what I've heard, the Dobsons love Transformers just as much as any of the other uh, usual suspects when it comes yeah, to Yeah, and, and they're brothers. Give them so. a shot. They, yeah, they're brothers, so the voice actor panel will probably be even more entertaining with them 
telling embarrassing stories about each other. Hopefully. Hopefully. And, hey, having new people at a Transformers convention is always cool. Kind of wish we had a big gun from the past in there, too. Yeah, now... Now in yeah, the in the panel much. announcements they call it the Dobsons, Wally Burr, and Michael Chain. Does that mean that we're not gonna hear from any other people? Is this is this the guest list? I hope not, but it seems like it. That that I mean, that's really disappointing. Mm. I in my opinion. I mean now now there are other panels, you know, some of the more, you know, interesting people like, you know, Simon Furman might show up at the IDW presents. You know, hope I heard that IDW didn't have the money to send them Yeah, over we there. talked about that last week. So, But, you yeah. know, maybe it's a rumor. and uh, It's always possible. And so, you know... I and I think Scott McNeil lives in Texas. Not sure if he lives that close to Frisco, but he could just drop in on a whim, maybe. Yeah, I mean... Hopefully. Really, this isn't enough to get me excited. Now, uh, some of the other panels, those are really interesting. Oh, yeah. Moving on to the second story. Dot, dot, All right, dot. go ahead. Check your show notes. Mark it off on the panel. <laughs> Okay. Should we just read them off or what? Yeah, go ahead, Allah. All right. The panels are Hasbro and Takara working together, designing Transformers, Transformers new product unveiling, Transformers Idol. I'm noticing a pattern here. The making of the Transformers animated movie, the Dobson's Wally Burr and Michael Chain voice actor panel, IDW presents the Transformers return to comic books, and Transformers rarities. I'm thinking that, despite the voice actor panel sounding kind of lackluster, it actually seems pretty cool on the uh, some of the other ones, like the uh, making how to how they design Transformers. No, yeah, I I completely and, uh, agree. Like, yeah, and uh, the Transformers rarities one sounds like it'd be freaking awesome. I just wish they'd let photos in. Yeah, like this this seems like the sort of thing that if I would have were them, I would have announced it a little bit earlier. Like this is enough to get people to come. You know, you're gonna see the first uh, new products from Hasbro. It's an unveiling, so that'll hopefully, you know, they might show up on eBay beforehand. This will be the first official showing of those. Um, well, they're all Galaxy Force toys too, though, aren't they? Well, we don't know that. I mean, there could be new Hasbro molds. It wouldn't be the first time that they've that yeah. they've thrown Hasbro molds in there. True. We could see we alternators. Um, we could see. Yeah. Um, the designing Transformers thing is really interesting. A lot of people, we've oh, seen yeah. production sketches and stuff uh, from Hasbro and Takara, but we've never really heard from them exactly how it how it works. And a lot of these things are, are things, and the IDW presents, it'll be, that'll be the first time that fans will get a chance to talk to them about the new Transformers comic. So, yeah, it all sounds pretty neat. Yeah, these are, these are, I wish I had the money to go because of these panels, to be honest. Yeah, this is the sort of thing that gets fans really excited. Uh, getting yeah. in touch because a lot of it really is Hasbro uh, talking to Hasbro and Takara uh, talking to IDW that's the sort of stuff that you know being one in one with the companies that are in charge of the their favorite stuff that's is, this is what this is what will draw them in so what do you think D-Buster I'm really excited about the uh, Hasbro and Takara because you know on the boards when we're online talking about things it's always about the dynamic about you know, what part did Hasbro do, what part did Safari do, and now the fans will finally have a chance to have both of them in the same room and fire off some hard questions and get a good understanding of how these things really go on in the creation process. Shouldn't it be the Hasbro Tomy panel now, though? Technically, yeah, I guess so. Um, but yeah, I'm really interested to, to see on the boards after this happens, like, what the Q&As were like, because a, a lot of yeah. fans have a lot of questions, and this is the sort of 
stuff that you know we might be able to get answers to. So. Yep. Uh, guys, I've just been informed that we lost our host and his part of the audio. Again. Do we want to just continue and try to piece something together for the beginning again at the end of, after we finish recording, or do we just want to start over again? I don't care. DBP? Whatever's fine. Please take a stand. I have to come up with a decision on this since I'm apparently the last person with decision-making <laughs> capabilities left here, and I don't know what to do either. Uh, I say we go ahead and charge forward, do an intro later on, and let him edit this together. Oh. All right. Sounds cool. And all you people out there in Transformers land, note, this is an awesome look behind the scenes. You'll never see this level of unprofessionalism again. Well, hopefully they won't, because... Until next hopefully week. Hopefully he'll edit it out, so... Hopefully, but... Alright, and I guess... There's also a chance we might not. I guess I'll read the next story. Uh, Beast Machines DVD set has finally been announced. Uh, this comes from TVShowsOnDVD.com. Got it from a couple different sources, but this is the one that is probably the most reliable. Looks like it's going to be a four-disc set with features commentary uh, by Bob Skier and Steve Melching on one episode. Um, and it's going to have interviews with David Kay, Marv Wolfman, Bob Skier, and possibly Susan Blue. Uh, the retail price looks like it's going to be set around $60, $59.95 is what they have listed. You'll probably see it lower than that, uh, though, when it actually hits retail. And the release date yeah. is set uh, right before Thanksgiving, November 15th. So everyone knows how I feel about Beast Machines. I love it. I can't wait for this. Uh, what do you guys think? I hate Beast Machines, and I can't wait for this. I, I'm on the fence about Beast Machines, and I can't wait for this just for the... David K. Bob Skier and Susan Blue interview. I I am absolutely. I first of all, the fact that they have commentary on an episode. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm all over that. If it could be That's if sweet. it could be more than one episode, I would be even even happier. I would. Oh yeah, I'd love to see it on more than because one episode I, too. Seriously, like coming from a film school background, uh, this is the most adult Transformers series that we've seen. It's probably, arguably, one of the best written, whether or not you want to argue about the ending. Um, and I would yeah. love to hear Bob Skier talk about, you know, doing the story editing, doing the layout of everything, and defending, which is basically what I'm guessing he's going to have to do, his, his yeah. vision to all these Transformers fans. I absolutely love everything about the series. I don't have any complaints. And this looks like it's going to be a really nice uh, DVD set. Originally, it was yep. said it might be three discs, which would have been, you know, cramming stuff on there, in my opinion. But the fact that yeah. the fact that they're doing interviews, that it's going to have extras, it's going to have commentary, and it looks like it's going to be a great DVD set, I am really, really happy about. Because um, in, in most fans' minds, this is probably second to Beast Wars. Um, oh, but, yeah. But still, oh, and, uh, it, it's getting a great DVD reception. We didn't have any commentary yep. on the Beast Wars DVDs. and Which I mentioned earlier, I would rebuy them if they did have Yeah, that. and the, the extras on there, I mean, they're nice. There's the, the BotCon look and you know a couple other small things. But going and doing interviews and having commentary, that really shows a commitment um, that, yep. that I am absolutely ecstatic about. Speaking from a dork perspective, special features good. Yeah, well, some DVDs like the special features is is what'll you know either make or break the sale for me. So. Oh yeah, I think that's going to be the case with a lot of people. I mean, 
considering that a lot of the episodes of Beast Machines have been available on the internet. Well, everything's available on the internet. For the people... True, but for the people who wanted to just see it, they could have just downloaded it already. Well, yeah, and... well, The special features make it a Yeah, deal. a lot of people actually miss Beast Machines. I don't know how, yeah. uh, but a lot of people who joined the, the fandom since then have missed it, and I've heard from a lot of people that they've been buying uh, VCD copies off eBay, and this will be a yep. great... And supposedly... Um, I believe Mainframe said when it was originally sh- the uh, pilot was shown at BotCon that it was shot, um, that it was, well, not shot, but laid out, rendered. rendered in widescreen. So that means we could be getting a four-disc widescreen set of Beast Machines DVDs. I, oh, that'd be sweet. Oh. Although, just thinking about that, it may, rendered may not have been the right word for me to use there because even if it was laid out for widescreen, they might not have rendered it in widescreen. And well, supposedly... I doubt that they have the massive amounts of files it would take to re-render it right now. Suppose, they probably deleted it all in a house Supposedly cleaning. Fox uh, made them uh, pan and scan it for TV, um, but oh. but they were saying that that everything was done in widescreen. That's at least what I've heard. Um, if they panned and scanned after the rendering, yeah, that's awesome. So I'm I am absolutely ecstatic. This is everything I was hoping for. So, well, not everything. If it had commentary on yeah. every episode, then it would be just about everything. Oh yeah, but but still, one one commentary is better than none. So, yep, I gotta agree on that. And one more thought on Beast Machines. It is definitely the best produced show we've had starring Transformers. It even if it isn't necessarily the best Transformers show we've ever oh, had. I completely agree. And and uh I was actually talking with a friend about this uh this week. One of the most adult uh animated shows to show on uh Saturday morning television. Yep. It has very adult themes and they really did a great job with catering to both, you know, the the audience that was there for you know the whole arc, the whole storyline, and and yep. for people who were there for just for individual episodes, uh, amazing storytelling. Yeah. So enough of me uh, kissing Bob Skier's butt. Uh, next story, Awa. How's that taste, by the oh, way? Oh, uh, I I don't want to say. Uh, that's a shame. Okay, moving on to the next story. Apparently, we have single-figure case assortments for alternators coming to Walmart. Our source comes from Trent. A post on the transfandom.com forums. Thank you again, guys. You've been really great to us. David Young, Walmart employee, supplied the information to transfandom, and the alternators who are currently absent on the uh, Walmart shelves appear to be coming back in spring in single-figure case assortments with the popular figures showing up, like uh, Trax and Meister. Now, but here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. A lot of them are going to be in redecos, supposedly. Uh, not Trax. Trax is supposedly going to come with the the hood sticker, which was how he should have been all along, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. But some of these other ones, they're they're not going to look exactly how we had them when they first came out. What do you guys think about that? I'm just happy to be getting yeah. Trax at all because I really want them, and I really don't want to pay sixty dollars for them. I'm suddenly saying, okay, there's no way in Hall I can be a completist on the alternators anymore. I'm just going to have to pick and choose. But it's pretty cool that we're going to be seeing this stuff again. And you know what? I just thought of something. This comes from my massive hatred for Walmart and all it stands for. But anyway, Walmart likes to uh, strong arm its suppliers and stuff like that. And they could have dropped alternators from the shelves until Hasbro agreed to give them a sweet deal on like giving them all the fan favorite characters like Meister and tracks that you would have expected would have sold brilliantly but got short distribution so that they can be distributed at a later date at Walmart and make tons of money there. Right. 
Am I just a paranoid nut, or do might I have some validity there? Well, no, there, seriously, or, I mean... Could I be both? There, I, 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 truthfully, I understand the, the whole assortment shipping. I, I can get behind that. I understand why they do it to move older figures. Um, but really, you've got to give give them what, what sells. We've had the same, you know, 42 wind chargers at, at my target uh, for the past, you know, eight weeks, and I haven't seen anything other. Yep. I mean, they're just not going to move. Why even have them there? You know, put that plastic into something that's going to actually sell. And you know, if if this is what it's going to take for Walmart to, Walmart to carry them, they're truthfully the the biggest mover of transformers and toys um, yep. in the U.S. And so, if this is what it's going to take to get them to carry it, you you've got to do it. And if it means that they're strong arming arming them, then they're strong arming them. But Truthfully, the list I see here, if this is the list as it stands, I would buy these. And it, cool. it is, this is going to make it much easier for me. I mean, you've got the Skyon mm -hmm. XB, which is blue, which is supposedly skids. Uh, the Acura RSX cool. uh, Police Highway Patrol. Uh, everyone assumes that's Prowl. Uh, Chevrolet Corvette, yep. blue with flame decal. tracks. Uh, everyone should be happy to be able to get their hands on that mold. Uh, Dodge Viper, yellow redeco. You know, Sunstreaker. Hello, like everyone's oh, yeah. been asking for that ever since we got. Um, yeah, yeah. So I mean, Mazda RX-8, uh, white number four street racer deco. I wasn't ever able to get Meister. It's the one that I don't have. Um, so being able to get one of those in a, you know, even more accurate jazz theme. I that's, you know, wonderful for me. Uh, Subaru WRX Fire Department redeco as Red Alert. Um, Acura RSX um, Blue Street Racer Redeco. Um, people are saying a Blue Prowl, or uh, I believe Nightbeat has been supposedly uh, one of the one that's been. Well, if it's really Nightbeat, that's awesome. Thrown around, and then uh, Mazda RX-8 Purple Villain Shock Blast. Um, I don't think people have been having really that much of a problem getting them, um, but it's one of those toys that's going to sell. I mean, everyone loves. Yeah, I mean, everyone loves. Shockwave. Yeah, so. I, I, that sounds like the name of a sitcom. Everyone loves Shockwave. Everybody loves Shockwave. <laughs> but seriously, I mean, this yeah. this is this is this is a great deal. The fact that we're gonna get we're gonna yeah. get them back at Walmart. Everyone, almost everyone, has a Walmart near them. Um, I have have both mostly gone back to to searching for them online because of the fact that the distribution here has just been so horrible. Um, and gas prices. Yeah, suck. we've got I've got four WalMarts, um, probably within. 20 miles of me and this would be this would definitely make me go out and start looking for them again if we started getting full cases of single um single toys that make it a lot easier for the fans to find um the yeah. one thing that i would question is why it's happening in the spring and not in the winter with uh christmas um but if they don't think that they're going to move um they might want you know more room on the shelves for things that they know have a history of moving and then yeah. in the spring you know going with Big these push for cyber travel. right so I don't know. This is, I guess that means this is great news, except for people who are alternator completists and people who despise Walmart. Yeah. Which I happen to be both, but no hard feelings. But see, I, I really like their commitment to, I mean, changing things around. The way alternator distribution was before, it just wasn't working. And Walmart, instead of just completely dropping the line, just, you know, took it to Hasbro and said, okay, we gotta do something that fixes this. And with these single figure fees assortments, it shows a real dedication that they want to get the numbers out of what the fans really want. I seriously doubt Walmart went to Hasbro and said, you've got to fix this. I think they went to Hasbro and said, your product isn't moving this way. 
you suck. We're not carrying it anymore until you do something. Well, like when I okay, four of my transformers of my alternators that I got, I got all at the same time, and the only reason I I got yeah. them was because I was there. There was a box in the top shelf. I opened it up, and inside that box was Grimlock, Ravage, Windcharger, and Tracks. Hmm. Like if I had been, I could have been searching for literally a month, if not more. And people have been looking for a month, if not more, for those figures. Yeah. It's just insane having to go around, look, find. You know, it, it's just, it's a horrible, horrible game that I can't stand playing anymore. And if 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 a retailer is working on moving a product, getting a product in stock that they know that people will buy, I'm all for that. I, I love it. So, I think distribution's kind of screwed up all around just as a concept. I mean. Uh the way Hasbro delivers stuff isn't exactly the most user-friendly way to ship out product, especially as they did on the alternators, which had some we- really weird adjustments on the case assortments. Right. And unless you actually run a toy store, I don't think most of... I mean, unless you're like a comic book-style toy store where you know what products you're carrying and you're excited to be getting them right. in. I think it's kind of hard to figure out how to order stuff to know what'll sell and what won't, too. Oh, yeah. Unless if they had such streakings like video yeah. games and movies, comic books. Then the thing is, we don't have... Into the stores, they just walk in, pick it up, and that'd be the end of the story. Well, a lot of people do that yeah. through comic shops now. I mean, uh, a lot of the toys yeah. that I've been buying, and I've been thinking about doing this with alternators, you go in, you reserve it beforehand. It's going to cost you a little bit more, uh, but there is no running around. You, you know that they're going to order it, you know it's going to come in, and you know you're going to get it eventually. And um, it might be a little bit longer. You might pay a little bit more, but there's none of that yep. run around searching. Um, and, you know, in Japan, usually the toys come out, what, a week after the character makes the appearance on the show? Um, that's what I've heard, at least. So, you know, there yeah. at least you have a roundabout time here. I mean, they, you know, say first quarter. You know, any time in these next four months, uh, a Transformer toy should be showing You might up. see this yeah. toy. And, and, you know, if you're not there when the box gets open, more likely than not, you won't find it. So, unless it's one of those toys that sucks, in which case you'll see it on the shelves for the next three months because the store managed to pick up four cases of nothing but that. Right, toy. and I'm not saying that Windcharger is a horrible toy, but but no, but like it's it. so saturated. Everyone who wants it has it. Yeah. So. And everybody wants to kit bash something out of it. Has yeah. It. So I'm surprised you guys are mentioning Windcharger as a shelf owner as opposed to uh, the first two alternators, uh, Sideswipe and uh, Smokescreen, which you just Boring out of Toys R Us with his mega value packs. Well, but those just came out in the yeah. past couple of weeks, and I truthfully I don't know why they did. I don't think many people will buy them unless they plan on kit bashing. But the Walmart um, before they were completely out had tons of wind chargers. My Target has tons of wind chargers. When I was at Toys R Us uh, just this past weekend, guess what? Fifteen wind chargers. Tons absolutely wind nothing else. Wow. So I mean, I get excited when I see you know boxes of you know certain things that are brand new because I mean I can pick one up and I know that there are three other ones there that people are going to be able to pick up and if yep. anything can can fix this distribution that we've been going through um, go for it you know <laughs> you have my best wishes okay should we move on to the next topic go then? for it all right topic whatever the heck this one is death's head is appearing in an issue of Marvel's amazing fantasy now, for those of you who are familiar with the Death's Head character from the G1 comic, I'm sure you have thoughts about this. Does anybody here even know who the hell this character is? I do. I do. Death's Head. 
Uh, he was created by Marvel Comics during the Transformers uh, Marvel Comics run. Uh, so Hasbro has no claim on him, but Marvel does. Um, he was a bounty hunter um, who eventually... Uh, it's a robotic bounty hunter who originally um, was uh, hired by um, Rodimus to kill... Um, I don't even remember who, um, but then it switched around <laughs> and he was sent back to kill Rodimus. And then eventually he was spun off into other, uh, into other Marvel books, uh, making him, you know, not a staple character, but um, kind of one of those second tier characters that you just see around. Um, and I believe eventually he was like possessed or like absorbed the soul of another person. So he has quite a bit of history to him. And, you know, seeing as how he first premiered in Transformers, um, when Marvel had the poll um, on their website a couple weeks ago asking which character you'd like to see get remade in Amazing Fantasy like they've been doing, um, overwhelmingly, I believe uh, over 50% um, of the people voted for Death's Head. Um, and yep. the cover... It could have been because the other three choices in the poll sounded really wimpy, Well, though. that's true. I mean, it, I think it was like uh, Werewolf by Night. And there was a couple other ones. But the, we've seen now uh, Death's Head, the, the cover apparently appeared on, on Newsarama um, in, I believe, this past week's Joe's Friday uh, segment. Um, yeah. And it looks interesting. Um, I don't know if I would pick it up, but... It looks a bit predatory in character. Design. Yeah. Um, so I think a lot what of it will be... What does that transform into? He doesn't. He's not a Transformer. Why are we talking about him if he doesn't transform? Because he was created. Because he was a major character in the Marvel G1 comics. And was it Simon Furman that created him anyway? Uh, I, truthfully, I have no idea. Um, but hmm. but I mean, let's look at it. If uh, Spike Whittake, um was in another media form um, and was going to be in someone else's comic. We would talk about it there. I mean, we've talked about, you know, yeah. just the the people who are on the podcast talking without being recorded talked about, you know, Transformers that we've seen in everyday life. Like I have a, a car that drives around my town and it has lines and Autobot emblem on it and the lines look like it would transform and stuff. And I believe Jesse had uh, like a, a grave at a cemetery that had an Autobot shirt on it. So like, you know, it, it's just interesting stuff, you know, that, that and every time I see a Subaru WRX in blue with the big spoiler, the first word that pops into my head is smoke screen. Yeah, I mean, as fans, it, it's something that influences not all of our life, but certain areas of it. And, you know, yeah. I went and saw the island just because of the fact that Michael Bay might be directing the movie. I was, you know, disappointed, but... I wonder if we're ever going to hear anything more about that. Yeah. It's just a little harder for me to show a lot of interest in this, but I haven't read any of the comics. Any of the comics? I have, but I've never gotten to Death's Head. Did you read well, uh, some of the comics? Dreamwave stuff, but none of the old uh, G1 comics. Oh, see, they're so cheap that like, and they're in reprints now that you can get them so easily. And truthfully, you know, if you don't have the money, they are easily available on the internet um, as a way to preview them before you buy them. Um, so, like, yep. I, I don't know. It's just good storytelling. It's something nice to pick up on a on a rainy day. They tell a lot of the the backstory that you know I missed. I I never picked them up in the first yep. run. So, um, but yeah, it's it's you know a nice little thing. Transformers branching out and doing good. So, yeah. All right, moving on to the next topic we have on our list: new Transformers watch. D Buster Prime picked up the Legends of Cybertron version of Evac. Oh. Live Convoy. Yeah, this is a... Uh, Night Wolf. Sweet little guy. Whatever. Found him at a local comic book shop for uh, 425 Nice. Um, cool. The vehicle mode is uh, pretty spot on. The only difference, really, is that instead of uh, four uh, 
blades on the main rotor, uh, he's got two. Uh, transformation to robot mode is perfect. Uh, he's got great articulation below the waist. Um, his waist <laughs> Whoa, turns, his hips sounds, and ball joints. That sounds a little uh, too sexy. <laughs> he's got great articulation below the waist, if you know what I'm saying. Ball joint knees and ball ankles. joints. <laughs> I'm trying to get through the rest of this without laughing. <laughs> um, unfortunately, uh, above the waist, uh, pretty much everything is pinned down due to the, the transformation. Um, the elbows are on ball joints, but they don't allow them to really bend forward a lot. It's more just for the rotation. But um, for the price, it's just... So he's got Armada Megatron leg arms? Um... I guess a little bit better than that because some of the movement, I mean, the way it, it rotates at the elbow is an actual movement as opposed to, I don't know, trying to straddle a horse. That's good. Yeah. But, um, he looks great as a display piece in, uh, in either mode. And, uh, does a really nice paint job. For anybody who's into this line of figures, I would say it's probably one of the best. Now, have, have you been able to find any of the other Le Legends of Cybertron characters? Because I've been looking every single time we go into, you know, any sort of, you know, convenience store, store or, you know, Walgreens, CVS, whatever. And I I haven't seen them. I, I'm still seeing uh, the Minicon 10s. Yeah, and these were supposed to be distributed to as smaller uh, retailers. Um, right. I found these at a local comic book shop that just special ordered them because they knew people in the area were interested. So nice. I just kind of lucked out on them. Um, That's cool. I have read on some of the sightings forums that they have started showing up at some polls. So if you have that department store in your area, that might that's be a K place to check out. K-O-H-L apostrophe S? Yes, that's correct. Yeah, it, They're probably going to charge about like basic prices for them, though. They always have awful prices on Transformers whenever I've Well, been see, there. here's the thing. I, I have never seen a Coles before until uh, one is moving in into our, into our upper-class community that we have just north of us. Um, so I'm really excited because apparently they get some distribution that some of the other stores around here don't. Yeah, didn't Downshift show up first there? Yeah, so I mean, I'm I'm really excited. If it means yeah. another place, will I'll be able to go and find, you know, toys that otherwise I I truthfully I've seen maybe I I think I saw Optimus Prime and RC when they were in the original Legends of Cybertron uh, run, but that's all. I've never seen anything other than that, and I'm really excited about the the Galaxy Force and Cybertron Legends yeah, of Cybertron I'm toys. Love I'm loving Legend of Cybertron toys too. I'm probably gonna buy all of Wave Two and half of Wave One off of. I'm just gonna go to the direct route and buy them off the Hasbro website. Yeah, or you figure it's the easiest way to not have to jump around looking all over. Or the you place. could go to uh, Stuck a Kid, and get the whole wave. Indeed, you could go to Stuck a and Kid if they. Speaking of Stuck a Kid. Indeed, I probably should go with Stuck a Kid anyway. And speaking of Stuck a Kid. We have an announcement about the contest we were running. Sponsored by Stuck somebody a Kid. Now... Stuck a Kid? Yes, it was sponsored by oh, Stuck, Stuck a Kid. Oh, Stuck a Kid. Yes, I remember now. Stuckakid.com. Yes. We ran a contest to see who could come up with the coolest idea for a repaint of an existing toy. And um, we're going to give them, courtesy of Stuck a Kid, because we're all broke... But Stucky Kid's going to give them a free set of the Legend of Cybertron Wave 1 toys, which are, to be honest, freaking sweet. And they're also going to get uh, some added mini-cons. I don't remember the details about that, but that was pretty cool from the... Uh, actually, I'm something like that. I don't know. We'll have to double-check the rules before we send everything out, but... Anyway, 
it was down to two ideas that we'd both received. We had all chosen our uh, favorites, and uh, it was down to two ideas, and both of them were repaints of Cybertron Ransack. It was down between uh, Dark Beast's idea of repainting Ransack into G1 Groove, with turning the bike into white plastic and turning the translucent parts, keeping the translucent parts red, the arms and thighs black, and adding detailing. And uh, that was pretty cool. And the other idea was from, uh, okay, searching through the emails that we got. Searching, searching. This is this is riveting. Searching. This is riveting podcasting. All yeah. Can we get some traveling music while we're waiting for this? No, we need we need like a drum roll or something like. <laughs> because people are like yep. on their on you know on toes okay. waiting for this. The second they want to know. Yeah, the second idea was uh, basically repainting a uh, ransack into G1 wheelie, and, and not with not only nice was orange. was it was it repainting him into wheelie. But his entire post, his entire letter to us, was written in was written in wheelie. It speak. was written in rhyme, <laughs> and I thought that was really great. I just want to say that no, that was fantastic. no matter who wins. I just want to say that was a great addition. Was being able to read an entry like wheelie wrote it. So, oh yeah, gotta give him props for that. That was brilliant. And basically, between the four of us, two of us wanted the wheelie entry from Matt Marshall to win, Not and who. one of us, and two of us wanted the groove entry to win from uh, Dark Beast, and uh, basically we went through our whole scientific method, analyzing the posts, analyzing the ideas, million computer set we flipped a coin. And uh, congratulations Dark Beast, you won the Legends of Once, Legends of Cybertron Wave 1 toys with your idea of repainting Ransack into Groove. Sorry Matt Marshall, your idea was awesome too, but Dark Beast won it. And we'll figure out how exactly we're going to do the distribution on this later. And thanks to everybody who submitted. We got a ton of great ideas. We're always happy to see them. Hopefully we'll be able to run another cool contest that you guys will be able to participate in, too. Yeah. This has been fantastic. we got to thank Stuck a Kid again for being so awesome and providing the prizes. And uh, shall we introduce the Hall of Shame entry? Go for it. Yes, somebody had the brilliant idea to repaint a Zoids toy as a Transformer for this contest. Actually, I gotta say, that's quite original thinking, considering we never did specify that it had to be a Transformer. And, and it doesn't look bad. We'll have to have our lawyers look over it next time. Yeah, but the idea wasn't bad. It was repaint. I don't want to go through my email searching for it, but it was repainting Wait, you're going, a Zoids you're going toy into Metroplex. Going through your I'm not going through what? emails. Oh, okay. Sorry, that must be the pain med talking. Does my voice sound that off? It must be the pain medications talking. I don't know. I hope so. Anyway, congratulations again to uh, Dark Beast. Better luck next time to everyone else. You put in great ideas. We were really happy to read through all of them. And we hope to be able to run a contest again real soon and give you all another shot to win. Anyway... I think that's everything we got. Anybody else got anything to say? Um, real quick, I believe that uh, Transformers uh, Number Zero from IDW is up for pre-order at uh, IDW's website, so you can check out the listing there, and it shows uh, all the variant covers and everything. So nothing really to talk about oh, there, cool. but just a little bit of news. Ah, sweet. So might have to take a look at that. So other than that, I think that's about it. Well, awesome. 
So this is uh, Pirated TV Pro saying uh, hopefully next week I won't be hit by a car. Hopefully. Don't count on it, buddy. Vroom, vroom. What? That was tasteless. Oh, come on. I, I'm in, like, severe mental disorderly pain here. Anguish? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to be limping for three weeks. I, I have a cool uh, house MD limp, though, so that's kind of neat. Sweet. Anyways, yes, so. You got a pimp cane? No, I don't. I need one, though. Anyways, uh, Pirate yeah. TV Pro, signing off. Yeah, this is uh, Deepestive Prime with no cool sign-off phrase for this week. This is Awa64, temporary host, filling in for uh, Matrix Prime, who is unfortunately, again, having technical difficulties. Signing off for both of us. Have a great week. See you in seven.